Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It's your Daily Dose of Donna, and today is Wednesday, April 5th, and what's exciting about today is it's the first night of Passover, so if you guys are listening to this podcast, you know I am Jewish, I celebrate Passover. For those of you that celebrate Easter, we're coming up on that. Everyone is kind of in holiday mode right now. Welcome everyone on TikTok, welcome YouTube, and welcome to any of my listeners on the podcast. I appreciate you guys. I know that the biggest thing that I really think about with this podcast is you know, our biggest resource in life is our time. And the fact that you guys spend your time listening to me, watching me, you know, engaging with me, leaving comments, that is huge. And it's not something that I take for granted ever. So I really want to make sure you guys know that it makes me come back every day. And it's the reason why I keep going. And I always say like, it's really hard to stay consistent when you're not seeing that, that feedback. Like if you go to the gym every day and you're not seeing any muscle gain or anything, you're like, I'm not going to go to the gym tomorrow. I'm not seeing a, uh, uh, a win. But here on the pod- podcast, I see you guys loving it. I see the numbers going up. So obviously, I had to just start by saying that, okay, we're going to get into some good stuff. First of all, though, first of all, I do need to shout out my program, Grow Your Show with Video. This is a private podcast that's going to be released in April. I have a link below or a link in my stand store, which is in my bio. If you want to grow and start your own podcast, this is going to help you. And I'm going to walk you through how I do it using video, using my software that I use and exactly my process. And then you get to hang out with me and it's free. Did I mention it's free? It's free. Okay. So a couple things. We have a few things on the docket today. Okay. I'm trying to figure out from my audience, from you guys, like that's why I like the feedback. I want to know exactly kind of what you want to talk about. I have a Facebook group, which is shocking because if you know me, you know that I'm not a Facebooker, but I do like a Facebook group. And so I have a Facebook group, the Daily Dose of Donna Facebook group. We're like 45, 48 members strong. We're just starting, but I'm loving it over there. And I'm kind of chatting back and forth with what you guys are into. Like we were talking a little bit about Love is Blind last night which is, you know, we're not done with the season of Love is Blind, but holy shnikes, that shit is so awkward. I'm not going to get into it until it's all over because I'm going to give you guys some time to catch up if you're interested. But man, maybe that will be like a bonus episode. I'm considering the whole Patreon thing. Would love to know from you guys if you want me to do Patreon episodes, a once a week Patreon episode where I go in a deep dive, whether it's on a show, on a TV series, on a movie, on a celebrity, but a little bit more deep dived because these shows are just like 15, 20 minutes. Okay. We're going to get to the, 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 the main of the everything. Well, first of all, I woke up you guys this morning at 7 a.m. And if you know me and you've been listening to this podcast for the last three months, I am a 4 or 5 a.m. girl. I wake up early. I go to the gym. I get so much done before I start my day. This morning, I couldn't wake up. I think I'm too old to party in Palm Springs for three days. Like, I don't think I can do that anymore. And I know Coachella is this weekend, which is it this weekend? Would they really do Coachella on Easter weekend? Maybe they would. But Coachella, I think, is this weekend. I'm telling you, I can't even imagine going through another weekend of partying the entire time. So I'm still trying, like, 
the fact that I'm 41 is not lost on me. <laughs> like my liver is meant to, you know, detox and start over again at some point, but holy moly, I, I swear, I, I'm still struggling from that three-day weekend. There's something about the desert, man. Just makes you want to start drinking at 10 a.m. It's 90 degrees. And it's finally kind of nice. Oh, Coachella's in two weeks. Thanks. Hello, happiness. So Coachella is in two weeks. And then isn't it two weekends in a row? And then I know Stagecoach is at the end of the month. So there's a lot of fun things. Stagecoach, I actually feel like I'd be into. I feel like I would go to Stagecoach. Thanks for the follow. Hey, one, two, three, seven, nine. Okay. So we are going to get into it. Now, are you a Jeff Lewis fan? If you like Jeff Lewis, let me know right now because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put something out here. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to say something that's a little vulnerable and embarrassing maybe to say. I'm obsessed with Jeff Lewis. People judge me for this because Jeff Lewis has a little bit of a je ne sais quoi. Like, um, oh, you're so excited for Jeff Lewis. What do you, oh, you're excited to talk about Jeff Lewis. Nice. Um, Jeff Lewis has like a little bit of a vibe about him that makes people, you know, he's polarizing. He's like a Bethany, right? Which is funny that he and Bethany had that big, like, awkward situation on Watch What Happens live a few months ago. But he's got a polarizing situation. People either love him or hate him. People aren't usually on the fence about Jeff Lewis. Now, I love him. I would not ever, like I've said this, want to work for him, although I feel like he's a little bit better now. But I do want to be a chump. A chump is his like circle of co-hosts and besties. And so what can I do to be a chump? Now, I will tell you, I have a lot of, um, you know, it's like six degrees of separation. I have two degrees of separation to Jeff Lewis in so many different ways. Like one of my good friends, she's really close with Monica Casey, one of his chumps. One of my other good friends knows Jeff from the interior design world. One of my other friends knows this person. Like we're very kind of, we're so close. We're so close. And I feel like, oh, I hear on TikTok that he was rude in person. You know, what's interesting. I think he's, look, Jeff Lewis is, is a, a moody guy. But what I have heard is that he's incredibly nice to his fans. And that if you ever see him out and about in LA or wherever, go up to him and say hi. I think he gets off on like being recognized and being the celebrity that he is. So I'm going to um, keep that in mind if I ever see him around here. His daughter goes to school right by my house. There's a private school that his daughter goes to and it's really close to where I live. And I know he always talks about on his show, he always talks about the restaurants he goes to and he goes to Larson's in Encino, which is like five minutes from here and Islands in Sherman Oaks, which is literally down the street from my house. So I'm like, one of these days, one of these days, I'm just going to pop into Islands and be like, Jeff, you're looking for a, an extra chumpy? So Jeff Lewis announced yesterday on his show some news that I thought was so interesting because I did talk about this and this, I actually created a TikTok from one of these episodes back in February about Jeff Lewis and Dumois. And Jeff, yes, it's destiny. We have to meet. I feel you, Jackie. I'm going to meet him. Okay. So Jeff Lewis is, am I from Australia? No. From Los Angeles. I'm right here. I am not from Australia, but that's a good question. Um, so Jeff Lewis and Dumois had a big like feud a couple months ago, or last month, I should say. It was the, right after the Super Bowl. And so basically what happened was the Super Bowl, he had spent the day and talked about it on the show. He went to a local West Hollywood bar called, um, hey, Kellyanne, called High Tops. And it's like one of those, you know, sports bar 
fun West Hollywood vibe. He was there all day long. He talked about it on the show. And one thing about Jeff, we know this, is that he's very, from what we know, honest about like his his time with his, you know, friends. He talks about when he's in a shit mood. He talks about when he's drunk. He talks about when he's nice. He talks about the good, the bad, and the ugly. And apparently there was like some weird dude at the at the bar that day and like annoying him, but he was totally fine. And hold on, I'm going to get here in one second. Okay, I'm going to get to the comments in just one second. I just want to finish this one conversation first. Um, So he gets notified that he is mentioned in Dumois' stories. And if you watch Dumois on Instagram, so she's got like millions of followers. And every single Sunday what she does is she posts um, either star spottings or, you know, like from random boots on the ground. So if I sent her a DM and like, oh, I just saw, which is funny, it's the last one I sent her. I was like, I just saw Ian Ziering and she posted it. He was at the airport. But Jeff Lewis was mentioned that he was at High Tops or he was at Super Bowl Sunday at a bar and he was horrible to his audience. Like he was I mean, not audience, his bartender, like mean to the servers, an asshole, drunk, the whole thing. And so Jeff Lewis sees this and he's livid over it because he's like, I don't understand how you can just come in there and lie. I was not this way. I have been an asshole in the past. This is not the case. And I'm pissed. And so he was livid. He called his attorney. It was a weekend. He was like, this could actually be something that could ruin my career or like a brand deal or something. So he goes back and forth with with Dumois on this call. And he's like, I don't know what, I mean, on with the attorney about Dumois. And Dumois apparently says no one has ever sued her. And the attorney comes back. And Jeff basically says, it's not worth my money or my time to sue. I can't prove damages. So I'm not going to, but someone will sue her. And I hope she does get sued. Like he was pissed, pissed. So He goes to Cabo for his uh, birthday with a bunch of friends over the weekend, and he comes back, and yesterday on the show, he says, you guys don't even know, because he always jokes that when he breaks a bridge or, like, burns a bridge, he always has to build a new bridge, and he's like, "I, I built a new bridge with Dumois. So basically, Dumas also mentioned him again on some sort of um, story, and and Jeff was pissed, so he talked about it again. Yeah, Jeff talked about it on the show last week with Lala Kent. That's what happened. And so that show was really popular because, hello, anything Vanderpump right now, which we'll talk a little Vanderpump in a second, is really popular. Dumois sends Jeff a DM, and they start going back in DMs angrily. And they're, like, trading insults and throwing mean words to each other. And they're pissed, and he's mad, and she's mad, and whatever. And then all of a sudden, they start kind of, like, messing around and having fun. And next thing you know... They're making plans to get together either in New York or here in L.A. for drinks. And he has to sign an NDA to see her because she's an anonymous source, which is crazy. Who knew? Jeff Lewis and Dumois are back in. And you know what? He's so smart. Because if I could be besties with anyone in this world as a celebrity, if I was a celebrity and I had to be best friends with anyone in this world, it would be Dumois. That girl has so much influence. And if you are on her shit side... She'll post anything bad about you. But if, you'll po- if you're on her good side, she probably will just like kind of pocket certain things. Or she'll throw in like, no, I've heard he's great. Just really like uh, influential for all of her millions of followers. Um, okay, I'm going to go quickly and just read a comment or two before I move on for Jeff Lewis. Getting that Jeff Lewis has a reputation for being rude to fans, sadly. I have not heard that, but 
I guess it's possible. Um, someone says that that celebrities think that they're gods when they're only good for entertainment and nothing else. I disagree with that, but okay. Everyone's everyone's welcome to have an opinion. Certain celebrities are horrible and certain celebrities are fantastic. Like there's a lot of really, really um, charitable celebrities. Hello, Ashton Kutcher and, and Mila Kunis just said that they're not going to leave their kids' trust funds and they're going to donate all that to charity. And that could just be PR, but I believe that they're good people. There are good people out there. Okay, so we're going to do a little Vanderpump news here. And I'm going to try to do timestamps, you guys. I got yelled at in my YouTube, not yelled at, but I got told on my YouTube comments um, that I don't, I need to do timestamps. But here's the thing. You know, I do the show all on my own. I don't have a producer or anything. I just create it and I post it and I talk about this all the time. So that's like a little bit of work to get the timestamps going. Um, but on 12 minutes, we're starting to talk about Vanderpump Rules. So Vanderpump Rules, nothing crazy new has happened. I am sick of it right now at this moment. A lot of people are not. I am currently in this moment sick of it. Although yesterday it was announced that, you know, Katie Maloney was on the Vile Files. So Vile Files is um, Nick Vile from The Bachelor fame. And he had Kristen Doty, Doty, <laughs> I can't say her name, on his show a few weeks ago, right when Scandal broke. And she shared a lot of tea because she's not even on the show. But Katie was on the interview. And Kate, Katie's in, in Katie's episode, basically there is um, just some main like points to recap because I also have not listened to it. But this is on... Um, I found it a couple places. It's on Reddit, which I find a lot of gossip. And then also this is from an Instagram account that posts a lot of stuff called Buy a Wig, Hello Drama. So shout out to both of you guys. So here are a couple of the recap points of Katie Maloney being on the Vile Files. And I think it's kind of interesting. Ah, thanks for the rose, Sunshine Threes. Okay. So she said that she and Sheena, Katie Maloney, remember Katie Maloney, right? Schwartz, Tom Schwartz, ex-girl, ex-wife. This is not Sandoval. This is Schwartz. But she, Katie Maloney is um, going into business with Ariana. So they're very close. They're opening their sandwich shop together. So she said that she and Sheena are probably not meant to be friends. It's been 10 years. They don't really trust each other. They fight a lot. And it's one of those things that will be copacetic when they need to be. But they're probably not going to be besties. I don't think it takes a private investigator to realize that those two should not be friends. They don't like each other. Katie also said that she is not speaking to Schwartz as much right now. Um, she'll always care for him, but he was a cheater and he was just kind of, he didn't have a backbone. She's not sure exactly when he found out about Sandoval. She said that he, she never um, felt safe as his wife. And I don't think that means like physically. I just think, you know, he, he was always playing the devil's advocate. We've all heard of these people, right? Whose husbands are always like taking the other person's side. Um, she said that for the Mexico hotel room thing that's happening currently on Vanderpump, because right now they're just getting to Mexico for Sheena's wedding and she forced herself, she, in the last episode, she said, no, I am staying in this hotel. Sorry, Sheena. I'm still going to Mexico. She said that production said everyone is going to Mexico when we were filming. Yeah, you guys don't think about this, but this is a TV show. Production's not just going to let Katie not go to the Mexico trip. She needs to be there. Um, Production has to jump through hoops to get permits to film in places. She couldn't just stay at any random hotel 
or she would never want to be because she's already paid to be in this hotel. She didn't want to cause drama in Mexico. She just wanted to have a good time with, with Christina. You know, I've talked about this before. My husband is a camera operator. He works on a bunch of reality shows. This is not an easy thing. You can't just like go to Mexico and stay in some random hotel and expect like Katie would not be on the show the episodes at all if she was not at that hotel. She needs to be there. Um, also, it is uh, – she doesn't think Raquel Rachel can ever be redeemed in the group. No shit. Um, she said for the Vegas thing, the whole scene where she was with Raquel and talking about the lights in the room and they were like really making fun of her because Raquel had this glow light. She said it was all kind of editing. It was four in the morning. They thought it was weird and funny, but she thinks it was just random. Like it wasn't – actually messed up. Katie Maloney also has some fun lights in her room at home. So she she feels like it was kind of done in a bullying way. It looks like bullying, but it didn't feel like that in the moment. But I still think it looked like bullying. Um, she's, she knows people think she's a bully or mean, but she knows herself and she says the ones closest to her know her, like her, and don't think she's a bully. Well, I would hope her best friends don't think she's a bully. She doesn't like bullshit. If someone acts like an a-hole, she's not going to just let things go. She feels like she's a good judgment of character. So if she's cold towards people, it's because she doesn't trust them. I don't know. I can't imagine. Look, you just get a vibe about people. Some people are your people. Some people are not. I like warm people. I don't want someone to always like be like, you know, seeking out for, for mean stuff, but that her vibe is not necessarily mine. Like Ariana on the other side is very kind and sweet and loving. I've always felt anyway, they're opening their restaurant this summer and I'm sure it's going to be on the show and I'm sure it's going to be great. And, um, you know, there's just so many other thoughts about that. Okay. So one last story at the 17 minute and let's talk really fast about my bestie, Bethany Frankel, who, uh, blocked me on TikTok. We've talked about that. I will say, I do agree with her on this one thing. She talks about Ozempic. Now Ozempic is going wild, obviously here in Hollywood. It's everywhere. I was at the gym this morning and this one guy that I work out with, who's already very slim was like, dying to get Ozempic. He's a backup dancer for like celebrity, you know, like Lady Gaga's and whatever it's out of control, you guys. It's out of control. So I want to really be clear. You know, I am not on Ozempic. I do have a couple of friends that are, and I'm not judging them in any capacity, but it is definitely this like Hollywood dirty secret and everyone is taking it and people are shy and scared to say out loud that they're taking it, which is the worst part about it. I think the fact, like if you're going to be on Ozempic, just shout it out from the rooftops. Like, why are we lying and pretending that we're just eating vegetables? Dolores from Real Houses in New Jersey was on Watch What Happens Live, or she was somewhere recently. I think that's where it was. And she said, I am on Ozempic. And she looks fantastic. And while maybe I don't think she needed it, who cares if she did or not? This is her life. It's her choices. I'm not going to tell people how much that they need to drink, smoke, or anything. Hey, Jennifer. So she is on Ozempic. She looks great. And 99% of any celebrity right now that looks amazing is either on Ozempic or on a semi-glutide or on a peptide similar to Ozempic that is repressing their hunger and making them eat less. And that is just the truth. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. I am scared to take anything like that because I am a food lover and I want to enjoy my food. And I know that you've heard Yes. Okay. So let's talk about this. There is the, the whole idea of the shortage for diabetics is not actually really a thing anymore from what I've read. I just read an article 
I'll try to find exactly where it is, but apparently there is no more of a shortage. I know that if you go to other, you know, you can get Ozempic. If, if, if this, if the people that are looking for the weight loss are able to get it, then people that have diabetes can get it. I think there was a shortage, a brief shortage, but I think it's actually okay. I am not a doctor. I am not going to judge people. I am also going to say that, you know, I don't, think that this is going to last forever. It's like, let's be honest. At some point, you're going to have to stop taking Ozempic. I wonder what happens then. Unless it really trains your stomach to never want a lot of food. Um, it's not like Botox in a pill. I wish it was Botox in a pill. I would take that shit every day. It is an injection. It's a peptide that you inject into your body. And it it's like it messes with your brain chemistry in the sense that it basically tells your body that you're not hungry. It tells your brain that you're not hungry and that you don't want food. Um, or you're, you get really full. And look, I was with a girlfriend, um, who is on Ozempic and this is my first time being with someone in person that's on Ozempic and she's just recently on it. It's not like for a long time. And she definitely like really didn't eat a lot at all or drink. She just didn't. So it's an interesting conversation. I will get more into Real Houses in New Jersey on another episode when I have time to catch up on this week's episode. Dolores um, kind of brought us into that conversation. I want to know your guys' thoughts on Jersey. He, I'll tell you all of this. All I know is that I'm obsessed with Teresa's daughters. That's all I will say, okay? I love her daughters. If you know, you know. Her daughters. Her daughter Melania has the best TikTok presence ever. I just love them. Um, okay, you guys, I'm going to drop out for the, for the day. Thank you again so much. Make sure to subscribe, save, follow, review, rate, tell your friends, comment, engage. Let's get these numbers up. Let's get more people watching Daily Dose of Donna every day. I appreciate you guys. And I will talk to you tomorrow after Vanderpump.